Gardener's Podcast is what it's called. Um, it's a container that I created maybe like end of last year um, because I feel like there's so much in the world at the moment that's going on that makes us feel really sad and apathetic about the world. And the vision of the world that we get painted is something that it's like dire and chaotic and everyone's out to get each other. I genuinely believe that each individual person brings more light and creativity and magic to the world that we just don't get to really hear about ever. So the Guinness podcast exists to elevate and platform people and the way that they create and show up in the world. Um, and yeah, I love talking to people. I love hearing their stories. And over the time that I, the short time that I've known you both, I've really enjoyed hearing both of your stories. And I feel like there's like such a such a powerful impact in the stories that we have as well, because often there are elements of it that resonate with so many different parts of each other's stories. So yeah, that's the Guidness Podcast. Um, it's it's a it's a journey of love helping people find the map within themselves and like allowing them to glean magic from people's experiences yeah so welcome welcome thank yes. you for coming on as guests unintentionally so because i didn't tell you you were going to be a guest until <laughs> two minutes ago but i love spontaneity so i hope that you That's guys nice. do too yeah um i'm joined by alexis um, would you like to um, introduce yourself and Jada? Both of you can maybe say your full name and a little bit about yourself and maybe your intention for today's conversation. Mm. My name is Alexis. I'm 23. I'm from the United States and I currently live in beautiful Australia. And yeah, it's just such a divine synchronicity that has brought me here. And I, yeah, I think the intention today is to just share some of my life experience and have this conversation and also enjoy my last afternoon session of time here at Covida Valley, this place that I've really come to call home for four months. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's raining so big at the moment. Yeah, I was just gonna say and the rain is also really adding to this like cozy space yes. and the atmosphere. Like, <laughs> yeah. So special. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi, my name is Jada and I just came back to Govinda after two, one year and a half. No, two years I think having me here. Yeah. I've uh, been here for more than three months before. It was, uh, yeah, it was a transitional moment of my life. I was splitting up by then with the same boyfriend I'm splitting up with now. It's fun. No way! <laughs> I, I didn't think about that, but yes, yeah. Mm. Anyways, it's okay because life is teaching us lessons every day, and mm. probably I didn't learn mine, so I had to go back there to mm. learn. It. So it's okay, and I'm here, yes, because I needed some time off from Sydney, from him, from the dog. No, I miss the dog, but <laughs> I don't miss anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's been to be it's beautiful to be here because you are with all these beautiful people around you. That so anyone can give you really something and the teaching. Yeah. And yeah, you really feel welcome from the first day you arrive, and mm. it's just very nurturing. Yeah. You feel understood. You feel yeah. I think it's 
yeah it's so nice like I'm thinking to come back here and there is no reason for me to because I could like go whenever but it's just you know when you feel a bit lost is um, the best place to find yourself again yeah. yeah yeah so yeah and then I've been so lucky to meet you <laughs> because to share the room with you because you make uh, the room so nice yeah it's just so comfortable feels like home yeah, and uh, you are very caring, very sweet. Sorry. And yes, you made my experience much better. Thank you. Yeah. I would like to say the same thing about you both. Mm. You both have been very integral to my experience here. And I've only been here for a week and a half. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I feel like this place is very much driven by the people that are here. And... I really resonate with that feeling of just being held and feeling held. It's not really something that you get in the outside world sometimes. I think sometimes we don't even know how to hold ourselves and everybody needs to be held. Yeah. So in the outside world when we're outside and everyone's kind of stressing and crying and fighting, it's like, it's just chaos. And in that chaos, it's hard to be there for other people when you can't be there for yourself. So I think it's cool to step away from it for a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I think a really beautiful analogy of it um, that one of the residents here gave, Tim actually, um, that it's like a river mm. that we're all flowing in the same direction and we carry this momentum that if there comes a day or when there comes a day, because it's inevitable, it happens that you don't feel like you have the energy to give to that river, you can sit back and float and be carried by the strength mm. of others and then continue to push when oh. you feel strong enough to do That's so. That's so beautiful. That is so beautiful. I can't take credit for it, it seems, but um, <laughs> I did want to share that because it seems very relevant. Yeah, so. yeah it yeah. is. And like you said, like the valley is such a nurturing space, like such a cradle of sorts that we can come together in and you know, find comfort in each other, in ourselves, and then build this fortitude to go back out into the world. Yeah. 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 I feel that too. It's so powerful. And even like the lessons that we we carry here, I think they they hold massive ripples for the entire world that we step into as well when we emerge from I guess you could call it a cocoon, but also like it kinda of feels like a womb as well. Yeah, yeah. I I find it so interesting because you Alexis, you're at the end of your Govinda journey you are in a transitory point where you're considering staying or not and I'm at the beginning so I feel like it's like three different levels of Govinda sure. and I think it's interesting that we've all decided to bring our souls into this room <laughs> and intersect at this strange strange time of change how do you move through change as an individual because I know that you've been through a lot of change so, mm. just having daily check-ins with myself and Having consistency throughout change has been integral for me, like mm. maintaining the habit of getting on my mat every day. Mm. Even if it looks different, even if the practice is different, if it's a yin or a vinyasa, or if it's just holding a couple different poses for longer periods of time, like just carving that space out mm. really helps me to find stability when everything around me is changing. Mm. And I think just flowing with it and dropping expectations as well, surrounding, you know, what it's supposed to look like or feel like, and just being present with what is and seeing what comes up. And yeah, I feel like it's 
one of the most beautiful things about life is that nothing is ever stagnant. Mm. It's always in flux and just how can you embrace each different stage because you'll never have this moment again. You'll never be back with this community, with these people. So, yeah. yeah. It's beautiful and sad at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's so special. Yeah, really about you. Change. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think the lesson that I learned lately is being like, try not to attach to anything. So, mm. time as well. So, change is something that is consistent and you just want to appreciate the bad and the good. So, how I go through it is just I, I let the universe run and I just follow. Mm. Yeah, because before I was trying to control everything, mm. everything, every reaction, mine and of others. Like, yeah. I was like really trying to decide for everybody, trying to be always in charge because I think when I was young that I lost my dad I I kind of had this thing that my I lost control mm. so I had what I needed and then yeah the day after was not there so like my way to counterpose this pain was like controlling everything mm. and when I couldn't have the control is when I was going crazy yeah. you know like and having these big moments of like feeling lost and hard like I was feeling like I have like a knife inside my stomach and someone is turning it just because I didn't have control about something you know mm. so yeah. Mm. yeah and learning to accept what it is and that's why I was like suffering as soon as I came here because of course my boyfriend after seven years of relationship and coming back and forth he knows that I have problems I need to deal with and he doesn't want to be next to me he just wants a relationship that works and you can't have a relationship that works if you don't work for it you know like mm, there's a process to get yeah, there that yeah and when you get deep into a relationship is when you get to the mm, to the deeps, you know, so to the depths, so to the pain, so where, because I never had the problems that I had with him, with other people, because it was not deep enough to get to that point. So I love it to be in a place where I'm not in comfort, because I learn. Mm -hmm. Instead for him, he wants everything to be nice, perfect, okay, you come back from work, I'm there, wait for you, and it's not. It's an unrealistic Yeah, but because he's not in touch with his emotions. He's mm. not in touch with himself, with the spiritual side of life, you know. He's just working, 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 and, you know. He's very ambitious. He's a very beautiful person. He's very generous. He's very real, very honest. So it's not that he's not a nice person, but he's missing a word. Because I think this is a word, you know. Like, what we create in a woman's circle is another level of consciousness that... If people don't get to know, they they it's like they know only one side of the world. They don't mm -hmm. know the other one, mm -hmm. right? And so yeah, I think he's still in the other side, and he's he doesn't want to open the door. So mm -hmm. it's sad because it's painful. Mm -hmm. And I I thought we were going to get married and have kids. So <laughs> it's sad, but at the same time, what I'm going through now is like I will accept what it is. Like mm -hmm. if you want to understand how much love I have for him and that I need support in understanding what is wrong with me mm -hmm. and with the relationship or whatever yes I will 
love to stay with him if he doesn't want that and he just want to have a nice girlfriend to go back with when he's coming back from work I am not the right person mm. I want to go to the depths mm. <laughs> and to the shadows yeah I think your willingness to to work on yourself yeah. for yourself and for the relationship is really yeah. admirable mm. quality and if you find someone who can appreciate that and you know meet you halfway yeah exactly I, I I always been thinking that it was like I really show you my love because our relationship it doesn't, it doesn't work but for me it's not a reason why we should split up mm. it's just let's work you yeah. know like instead if you split up because it's not working there is no love because if you really love me you want to be there whatever is going to happen you know mm. there is no lack of trust or like something that happened that you don't want to be there that's okay I understand if if I betray you, you maybe you don't want to be with me anymore, and that's acceptable. But not if I'm just having, you know, a bad day or yeah. going through it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I deeply resonate with the control aspect of it all, though, because I, yeah. like, like myself, the last time I came, I was also transitioning out of a relationship. Mm. And this time that I'm here, I'm transitioning out of the same relationship. Same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when okay. you said that, I was like, ha 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 ha, no problem. Um, but I think it does come back to control. And I think when we have so much familiarity with the same person, it feels safe, it feels comfortable. And sometimes we mistake that for happiness. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Even though. I think our souls crave such deep connections with other human beings where we challenge ourselves and other people feel challenged by being with us, but in a way that helps us all grow in that river context as well, you know, like I don't want to have to always be the strong one or the one that knows what to do or the one that offers ideas or plans for us to do things. Yeah, I, I love it when I am able to like be in these moments of weakness I guess no that's not a good word surrender almost yeah like ease without yeah surrender mm. sadness mm. and like know that even if I'm in that place that I'm still held and loved in such a deep and powerful way mm. yeah yeah not like my my sadness or my depth is gonna scare someone off. Yeah, you same. know, like that's what they were saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, relationships are so interesting too. It's like how we how we connect and interrelate in the world in relation to each other and in relation to other human beings is it can be simultaneously the most powerful tool for actualization, but it can also take us so much further as well depending on who we choose to hang out with and I think even just being in a space like an intentional community where people have the same intention to heal and to work on themselves I think helps uplift our own consciousness to a new understanding of what it means to be on this earth mm. yeah yeah I'm so grateful that like our journeys intersected in the ways that they have even though we're kind of like I feel like we're kind of trains in the night. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trains in the 12 p.m. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's nighttime back home, so. Yeah. 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 Mm, and what a beautiful full circle that, you know, your face was the one that I saw 
all over the website when I was looking and deciding to come here and then out of nowhere you show up the last really? week that I'm here. Oh. Yeah, when I found the website I've been searching for months. Um, yeah, I heard yesterday in the circle yeah. you said that, but then no, you Yeah, and it was her all <laughs> over it. And I was like, whoa, and I was like listening to you talk and I just remember thinking, like, the trees here. And I was like, <laughs> gotta see these trees. Yeah. And like, yeah, just... I felt such a vibration that I was like, that's the type of person that I want to be hanging out with. And like my friends before, like they were good friends um, and they're still great people and I have so much love for them. But there's just like a different focus there and it's definitely more about like partying and material things right now. And like, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I just knew that I was craving a deeper connection to people who are also pondering the similar topics as me yeah. and wanting to create a similar type of life and I was really struggling with alcohol and my whole life revolved around it basically bartending and living in this like very tourist based place mm -hmm. where the only thing to do is pretty much get a drink, go to the beach and drink, go on the boat and drink, go to the bars and drink, work at the bars, drink during the shift and after the shift so it was just like this constant cycle and I was like I feel like I have these two urges or like these two parts of myself like wanting to be social and have community and trying to find that through my working atmosphere but then this deep call to be spiritual and to be quiet and to focus on my health my fitness and if it comes between the two like I'm going to pick that option every single time um, but if I picked that option that meant being alone and not really having friends and having to cancel plans so that I can do yoga by myself, like mm. just having to pick all the time between these two and now being here, like brings the two together into the space where I have community that are also like-minded and doing the same things. And if I want to hang out with someone, I can be like, Hey, do you want to do a flow later? Or do you want to go for a run? Or do you want to go sit at the beach and meditate and having that be a way to socialize and not just, hey, do you want to go grab a drink and mm. sit at a bar where it's too loud to really talk and just be absorbing other people's energies and be on our phones and da-da-da. And it's just mm. like what a refreshing, yeah, breath of fresh air it has been to connect with people in this new yeah. way. Mm. It's so sad possible. that there are not enough people like that in the world mm. because they are a lot here. But then you go back in your space and... Yeah, I, I because I'm thinking about that when I go back to Italy, right? Yes, I have few friends that now resonate with that, mm. not that much like what we do here. You can't go and do a woman's circle in mm. Tuscany. <laughs> I would create that, but I mean, mm -hmm. it's not something that is there. Mm -hmm. And yeah, but most of the people around us is like, if you meet up, you meet up for a drink. Mm -hmm. You know, it's. The problem is that, yes, you're here, you feel like you feel, that is amazing, but you can't live here forever. Right. You need to go back to reality. And unfortunately, why this is not the reality? Mm -hmm. I feel like people, when I told that they were coming here, like they see this as like almost like a cult. Like It's like this really yeah. alternative thing. And it's like, if you think about it, like this is such a natural way for us to live. Like yeah. in community, doing service, having a work-life balance, yeah. taking care of ourselves, eating like relatively healthy food. like this is a much more natural way for our yeah. bodies and our yeah just our cells Nature, to live yeah. yet it's seen as like mm. this 
out there. That's weird, the non-normal but thing. You know? Where, yeah, yeah, I know. I think that it's less normal to live in the ways that we deem as normal in yeah. our society. Oh, there's so many good things in what you were both saying. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, alright. So, I feel like, one, I think it's so important what you said about the women's circles, about how you create them, because I think this space, it really provides us with a blueprint of mm. what could be powerful for us to cultivate in ourselves that we can share in an outside way. And I really, I truly do feel like it feels like there's not enough of us. And especially in those moments when we go through deep, deep internal sadness and darkness, it feels like we're alone, especially when we're in the outside world. And I, I try not to call the outside world reality as well because I feel like it's it just, a, just a version of existence that I think everyone else has accepted because that's what we hear about on the news and that's what we hear about on television and in movies and things like that. It's not because people actually are quite happy living that existence. I'm sure there's some people who are, but I think most people, I think like Prem says, have that donut in their heart where they're trying to fill it with like things or food or alcohol, whatever the addiction is, but there's this yearning for something deeper. And I think that your journey to come all the way over here and to take that huge step of just being like, I'm going to book my flight. I don't know what's going to happen to me, but I'm willing to trust that the universe will catch me if I jump. And I'm so grateful that this community was here to catch you mm. when you jumped. And that you're here in this understanding of being able to move through your entire life journey in this short amount of time. It's, it's like cataclysmic individual points of humanity that allow us all to slowly upgrade our consciousness. Because when we do this work as well on ourselves, we're not just doing it for ourselves. Like we know scientifically that our energy and our auric fields are bigger than we are. And we know that the things that we do on an individual level expand and ripple forth in so many different and powerful ways. So I, I feel like if I'm healing an abandonment issue today, that just makes it a little bit easier for the next 10 people out in like South Sydney who are like maybe five kilometers away to be like, hey, maybe there's something in me that needs to be addressed or maybe I need to look at something. And I think when we look at the work as more collective than what we currently look at it as then it becomes a lot less about oh the world is so big and terrifying and nobody's doing anything but I think we're all I think genuinely like Brene Brown I don't know if you guys know Brene I'm obsessed with Brene Brown but she always challenges people to to think about the idea that everybody is doing the absolute best that they can or that they know how in their mm. moment of consciousness um and I think sometimes we need to apply that lens to ourselves as well. Yeah. 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 I love that reframe. And it just brings so much more compassion too when you come out and like they're doing the best they can with the knowledge and the tools and the mindset that they have available to them right now. And then you see everyone as like this little kid just like trying their best yeah. instead of like, you know, all these hardened layers on the exterior. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a firm believer that we're, we're right on track, mm -hmm. we're doing everything that we need to be doing as long as we keep like tending to our inner garden and sharing the love that we cultivate in ourselves, like I believe that we'll pull it through, like yeah.
so much magic mm. in the world. Just in you two, mm. there's so much magic. And your impact extends far beyond what you could even imagine. Like you talk to one pe person and those people talk to 10. Those people talk to 30. Before you know it, you've impacted an entire planet. Mm. Yeah, mm. especially you, you're, you're both yoga teachers. Yeah. Mm. Immense. Yeah, now I, I had this in mind this morning because tonight at 6.30 p.m. I'm gonna have a workshop online with like someone who is teaching kids yoga mm. they do like a session to promote this mm. it, so it's free and i just do it because i want to understand what how no how you approach that but I, and i was think that would be so beautiful if i want to go back in italy because i wouldn't be able to go and teach to kids of you know from here because it's not my la language you know it's much harder for me to express myself mm. But if I go in Italy, I could like go to teach the schools. Oh, it would be so amazing. Mm, that like, would be awesome. Because I all, also always been, always been, I always liked to work in education, like college and high schools. I never did because I studied that. I mean, I studied Oriental languages, so I thought I was going to become a teacher. And then I stopped because I had different passions, right? And I. I had so many passions that I wanted to <laughs> express them all, so I, I kind of stopped that. But it was a bit of my dream when I was young to be a teacher at the high school or at school. And now I could do it, but with my passion. Mm. Yes. So it was like, wow, I had this thing in my mind this morning. It was like, could you do it? That would be so nice. I don't know how, but like... You don't need to know how just yet. Yeah, okay. Just allow yourself to dream about it. Yeah. yeah. Just need to learn how to express myself in a nice way to make people understand why they should allow me to go into school and teach kids. Mm. Why yoga is, would be good for them. Mm. Not kids, but like young age. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I found yoga at like 14, 15. Yeah. And that's, it was such a pivotal thing for me because it helps me to understand like my body is so much more than just what it looks like mm. and like learning to appreciate my body for what it was capable of okay. and during that time like it is so challenging because you know your body's still changing you're still in puberty and still having this like you know looking around you comparing yourself like this comparison mindset yeah. to everyone and it can be really you know damaging and I find that I've talked to so many women and, and men too who really deeply struggled during that time, finding confidence, finding, yeah, feeling good in their own skin. And so with yoga, it's like coming at it from a totally different angle, like learning to appreciate your body yeah, for what it can do for you and just finding your own safe space within your body instead of seeking it externally through mm -hmm. other people, through whatever means you fill that donut hole with. I think it's a game changing um, yeah, mm. tool to have in your nice. When did you start to win? I was 14. So, wow. Yeah, teaching at that young age. How did you age, get there? I, it's kind of an interesting story, but, um, so, growing up I was a gymnast, competitive gymnast. Yeah. Um, I also did cheerleading and soccer, but gymnastics is, like, my main sport. And through the years, like, it's a very body-focused sport. Like, you're just performing with your body. Um, so there's a hyperfixation on what you look like, and I developed an eating disorder as a result of that, and as a result of some internal things as well. 
that became very serious and I was had to be hospitalized for a couple of months. Wow. So I had to leave high school and live in like, first like a standard hospital and then like an inpatient center for a couple months to rehabilitate and to like physically gain weight again until my body and my heart and yeah, like I could I could function. So during that time they completely cut me off from exercising, which was like my worst nightmare. Mm -hmm. I at the time was eating I was working off three times as many calories as I would eat. So cutting that out was like sent me into this deep spiral and the only movement that they would let me do is yoga. And so when I left the hospital and went back to real life, <clears throat> I still wasn't <clears throat> allowed to exercise at all. And the only thing that they would let me do is yoga because I was like, I need to move. I need to move. I like, I can't not move. I can't just sit here. So like, okay, you can do yoga. So I found this power yoga studio, this heated power vinyasa studio that was behind my house that I could walk to because I wasn't old enough to drive. And I started going there. And the woman who owned the studio noticed because I'm just like this little kid like walking home from school and like going to a class. And mm -hmm. she invited me to do a yoga teacher training. And I was like, that's ridiculous. I've just started doing yoga for myself. I don't know anything about it. I am just here because this is the only thing they'll let me do. And she's like, no, I really want you to join um, mm. this training this year. I was like, I'm, I was 15 at that time. I was like, are you sure? And she said, yeah. And so I did. And I joined the eight-month program. And I graduated on my 16th birthday. And that's how I started teaching. Yes, so nice. I started teaching to uh, teenagers and, you know, like trying to get people my age involved with it. Um, and I yeah, taught at the high school that I went to for a little bit as well, did some yoga with the sports teams. But I ended up, yeah, teaching for a few years at that power yoga studio. And then I took a break during COVID because I just wasn't set up for the online. I didn't have the right camera okay. equipment or tools or a boyfriend to film me. So <laughs> I, yeah, I tried to do a series with my laptop in my dorm room and it was just like chaos. I was like, all right, maybe not. Um, so I've only really stepped into it again here. And I feel like I... Yeah, I'm craving a re-immersion in teaching again. I want to do another yoga teacher training, maybe yeah, like a 300 too. or a 500 hour, um, just me to refresh too. my knowledge because it's been Yeah, me too. I so wanna, wanna, like I'm looking for one advanced one. Yeah. I found one very beautiful that because the teacher is great. She's, mm -hmm. uh, the boyfriend is Nepalese and she's like, uh, I'm not sure where she's from. Uh, but like um, they, they host this retreat of Ashtanga in mm -hmm. Nepal next year in October so it's beautiful because it's Ashtanga so it's an Ashtanga mm. advanced course but it's yeah. not teacher training and this so I, I might gonna go mm -hmm. to do that but I'm still looking for one that is advanced because you can't really find advanced one yeah you I know what like I mean you go there and you need to do everything from the start. the start I feel like I'd like the refresh but I know know that a lot of it would be like okay I've been over this before <laughs> So, I'm happy with the refresh, but I also want to go further than that. Yes. yes, exactly. Well, I think that's like the 300, like I did a 200 hour, but I feel okay. like a 300 or a 500 hour would go more mm -hmm. in we'll depth. Do that. Yeah. I think so, but I'm not totally sure. Yeah. But I do if have you to find know. something, please let me know. Thank you. I will. Thank you very much for sharing your stories with us. Yeah. I'm so, so grateful. Yeah, thank you, Ness. I, I feel like we definitely need to have like an in-depth chat at some point because I just feel like this, I've only grazed the <laughs> surface here and I feel like there's so many more powerful gems that you have to like 
really share through what you've been through and mm-hmm. yeah I resonate very deeply with so many parts of it so thank you for being so powerful in the way that you speak truth into your life and mm-hmm. share it mm-hmm. through your work so thank you thank you so much and so thanks special. for initiating this very spontaneous <laughs> and lovely conversation I'm very glad I got this chance to right before you leave you guys and eat peanut butter and jelly yeah. <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah. And I'm Italian, that was my idea. Yeah, like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Global sandwich. Well, that concludes us for